You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. Ngayon pong araw na to, tayo ay nasa ating ika-anim na linggo na ng ating series topic, All and Nothing. And we say that Christ did everything already. Jesus and His works are all sufficient for all of us, especially for our salvation. And there's nothing that we can add to it. Now, during our first week, if you remember that, that's our introduction. We have read to you this verse in Colossians chapter 1 and we give so much emphasis on the knowledge of His will. Because nga merong tinatawag na during that time, o Paul, merong uh, doctrinal infiltration ng sinasabi na you have to know and to understand the knowledge of God's will that this is complete. What Christ has done is complete. And knowledge of His will means the gospel. At kapag ito'y nalaman ng mga mananampalataya, ang sinasabi niya, you are going to experience to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord. Because the message of the gospel will transform us. So we can walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to Him, bearing fruit in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. So it affects and it, it affects our entire being and permits all areas of our lives. Kaya nga, last week, makapansin ninyo, binasa natin in the last verse, yung Colossians 3.17, that whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks to God, the Father, through Him. Why? Because we now have the grace, we have now the power to make the message of the gospel permeates all areas of our lives, kaya nagkakaroon ng tinatawag na pagbabago sa atin. Okay? Kaya ang sino mang nakikristo, nagiging isang bagong nilalang. Okay? Our responsibility is to just yield on what Christ has done. Sabi ganun, set your eyes on things above, set your heart on things above. So yung papapasukin natin sa ating isip, sa ating puso, ay malaking bagay sa magiging epekto nito sa ating behavior. Okay? We feed our soul with the Word of God, we feed our soul with the things of God. Anong resulta ng input na yon? Ang output is magiging tama yung ating behavior. Amen. Amen. Okay, I'm just merely summarizing. Nire-review ko lang yung nakalipas para magkaroon kayo ng pananaw kung ano yung pinag-uusapan natin. Okay, now, alam natin na ang gospel ay mayroong epekto sa buhay natin. At nais kong banggitin sa inyo na bahagi ng epekto ng gospel sa buhay natin, hindi lamang po yung uh, pagbabago sa ating buhay, kundi ito'y makaka-apekto rin sa bawat relationship na meron tayo. Most especially, the primary relationship that, that we have, that is relationship inside the family. Remember na pumasok ang kasalanan, pumasok ang kamatayan, pumasok ang sakit, pumasok ang kahirapan, at kasama na ho dyan, ay pumasok din yung relational dysfunction sa bawat pamilya. Kaya marami sa ating panahon, nakalulungkot, alam nyo, marami mga asawang nagdi-divorce. Kung wala mang divorce sa Pilipinas, nagkakaroon naman ng legal separation o nagkakaroon ng tinatawag na annulment. Which is somehow, parang ganun din yung epekto. Nasisira yung institusyon na ginawa ng Panginoon. Mga bata, nagre-rebelde sa kanilang mga magulang. And so, nasisira pong pamilya. The gospel has the power to deliver us from our relational dysfunctions. Yan po ang topic natin ngayong araw na ito. At pag-uusapan natin implication of the gospel in our household relationship. First, sa relationship ng husband and wife. Second, relationship ng parents and 
children. So our title in our week 6 is Household for Christ. Tumayo po tayong lahat sa oras na ito. Babasahin po natin Colossians 3.17 to 21. Dito po tayong nagtapos nung nakaraan. Dito pa rin tayong magsisimula because verse 17 is the very heart of the entire chapter 3. Sabay-sabay po nating basahin. 1, 2, 3. And whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. Wives, submit to your husbands as is fitting in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and do not be harsh with them. Children, obey your parents in everything for this pleases the Lord. Fathers, do not provoke your children lest they become discouraged. Let us bow our head and let us close our eyes. Father God, in Jesus' mighty name, I lift up to you our family, our household. And we ask you, Father God, to bless every household of your people. And I ask you, Father God, give us a listening ears, not just the physical ear that we have, but the spiritual ears that we may understand your word and apply it directly in our family. Thank you so much, God. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. All right. Unang point po natin na pag-uusapan is about the relationship of the husband and the wife. And this is very crucial in building a godly family because the husband and the wife are both the spiritual authority inside the house, especially over the children. But nevertheless, but then, the husband and the wife also has a relationship to nurture together. Now, pag-aralan natin yung role. Okay? Sino rito yung mga wives, tasang kamay? Sige, sige, umami naman kayo. Talagang may asawa na kayo. Okay, tasang kamay. Oh, baba nyo. Sino yung happy wives? <laughs> Pat kumonte. Dino, Mr. Wag mo sikuhin. Hayaan mo siyang magtas. Okay. Wives, submit to your husband. Maraming yung mga wives, naku, ito na naman po. Submit, submit na naman. Yan na naman. Lagi na lang niyang binabanggit yung submit na yan. Okay. Hindi ko kayo masisisi. Kasi, mayroong po pinanggagalingan ang salita ng Panginoon. Okay? Sabi ko, wives, submit to your husbands as is fitting in the Lord. Sabihin niyo submit. Okay. Yung mga wives, sabihin niyo submit. Yan. Masubuti lang kayo yung pinagsabi ko kasi yung asawa niyong lalaki. Kasi, sa totoo lang, si Lord ang nagsabi niyan eh. Okay? Now, ano ba ibig sabihin ng submission para maintindihan natin ng gusto? Okay? Kapag gumagamit ako ng illustration about marriage, kasi iniisip the husband and wives, yes, totoo, the husband is the head of the wife. Okay? And the wife submits to the husband. I could not look for any proper illustration when it comes to that relationship except the relationship of Christ in the church. Some are using the illustration of a general with regard to his troops. I'm sorry, I don't want to use that illustration because it's very authoritative. In relationship of the husband and the wife, though there is an authority that exists, the emphasis is not on the authority. The emphasis is on the spiritual leadership and partnership. Now, submit to your husband. Submission is not absolute. Our submission to God is the one that is absolute. But submission of wife to the husband is not absolute. But that is your default. Ibig sabihin, kung mayroong mang issue na hindi kayo tiyak, kung ano, kung ito ba ay nasa Bible o hindi, 
your duty as wife is to submit, to yield to your respective husband. Now, papaano yung klase ng submission? And I'm not talking about here a slavery type of submission. No, yung bangsa na militar na tinatawag na obey without complain. Ibang basta sunod-sunuran ka lang, parang ang robot. Uh, ano sabihin, gagawin. Okay? Hindi ko ganoon yung ating pinag-uusapan dito. Because as I said, you have to reconcile it or balance it with the word partnership. Husband and wives, they are partners in the Lord. They are why they are partners in raising family. Instead, nung sinabing submission dito, kasama yung salitang as is fitting in the Lord. Yung katanggap-tanggap, yung appropriate sa Panginoon. Tayong mga lalaki, natasan tayo na mahalin yung ating mga asawang babae. Tama ba? Dito sila nakaposisyon. Ha? Hindi sa paa. Hello? Bakit hindi sa paa? Alam niyo yung mga pulis kapag sila ay lumalabas sa operasyon, halimbawa mayroong mga lalaban ng mga drug addict, nakasuot sila ng vest. Bakit dito? Bakit hindi yung paa ang nilagyan? Kasi ito ang fatal. Nakuha nyo? Pinoproteksyon na nila yung kanilang puso. That's the way we should treat our respective wives. Now, dahil dito, si hindi nilagay sa paa, ibig sabihin, May karampatang paraan ng pagsasabit ng asawa na hindi kinakailangan ma-degrade yung kanyang pagkatao. Dahil kung tayo inatasan ng spiritual leadership, ang mga babae, nurturers naman sila sa loob ng pamilya and supporters ng bawat asawa nilang lalaki. They are not to be treated as second-class citizen. Kaya sa mga babae, ayaw nilang marinig yung salitang submit. Hindi ko kayo masisi. Alam niyo kung bakit? In the book of Genesis, especially in chapter 2, nung magkasala si Eva at si Adan, pinunanaos ng Diyos yung sumpa sa kanilang relationship. Una, yung babae, magkakaroon ng, pale, uh, ng, ng pain in childbearing. Sa pagdadala ng bata sa panganganak, magiging masakit. Bahagi ng curse yun. Pangalawa, your desire, sabi sa wife, will be for your husband. Na ang ibig sabihin nun, is yung babae ay magnanasa ng authority ng kanyang lalaki. Kaya nauso sa ating panahon yung tinatawag na Andres Desaya. Tanyo na, humiti kayo. Ano? Halatang guilty. Okay. So yung mga wives, gusto nila sila yung mag-dominate ng kanilang mga husband. At pangatlong sumpa is yung mga asawa naman will rule over their wives ng ibig sabihin yung lording it over type of leadership masyadong dominated niya. Kaya nga, in the Old Testament, most especially, napakababa ng tingin nila sa babae, parang pagkananganak sila ng babae, parang hindi nila ganong pinapahalagahan. Just because napasok yung ganong klaseng sumpa sa lahi ng tao ng magkasala si Eva at si Adan. Now, ang pamumuhay sa ganong pamamaraan, ang ibig sabihin, nagpapatunay lamang na kayo ay nasa ilalim ng sumpa. Which is not supposed to be now because you are now believers of the Lord. Amen. Kaya ang sinasabi ko rito, ito yung implication ngayon ng gospel sa atin. You are going to put your relationship in order because we are now believers of the Lord and the gospel gives us the grace to handle relationship properly. That's why the Bible is defining the roles of the wives. Okay? It is not a it's an it's not so much of the ranking here that's the emphasis. That's not the emphasis. The emphasis here is the role of the wife. The role of the wife is to submit. That's your default. 
Now, in a similar verse in Ephesians 5.22, similar principle, sabi ng wife, submit to your own husband as to the Lord. Parang ikaw ay nagpapasakop sa Panginoon. In what sense? Eh, pastor, dapat bang sambahin ko yung asawa ko? Hindi ho yun. Uh, alam naman natin because magkukonflict siya sa salita ng Diyos wala kang ibang sasambahin kundi ang Diyos. You don't worship your husband but certainly you can support your husband. Amen. You can respect your husband. You can honor your husband. Kung may kapintasan yung husband mo, you have no right to just go around your neighborhood and tell the weaknesses and the shortcomings of your own husband. You are not honoring him. You are not respecting him. Wag mo siyang sigawan sa harapan ng kanyang mga anak. Dahil yon ay nagkukos din ng pag-disrespect ng mga anak sa kanilang ama. Kung papaano mong ino-honor si Lord, ginagalang si Lord, nagpapasakop ka sa kanya, parang ganun din. Why? Because the man represents the spiritual leadership of Christ inside the family. In a way, the spiritual leadership of Christ is being represented by the Father, kaya siya ang tumatayong spiritual leader inside the family. One way of the wives submitting to their husband is by their support. May being an encouragement to them. Okay? Most often than not, behind a great husband is an encouraging wife. Do you agree on this? Babae lang sumagot. Most often than not, behind a great husband is an encouraging wife. And I will say, Amen! Because personally, I experienced that. You know why I am preaching today? This is part already of my testimony. I said because one time, binata pa mang, at dalaga pa kami. Sabi ko, ako ba'y kaya ko kaya mag-preach? Sabi ng wife ko sa aking girlfriend ko pala, siyang sabi niya, kaya mo, I believe in you. I believe in love. I believe in you. I believe in everything the two of us can do. Sabi niya, naniwala siya. Kala ko, nabola ko siya. Walang naniniwala sa akin eh. Dahil lakas ng aking inferiority complex. But when my girlfriend then said to me, I believe in you. Pakaramdam ko ako si Superman kapag kasama kita. <laughs> Iba yung naramdaman ko. In the same manner, wives, hindi lang ninyo alam yung epekto ng encouragement ninyo. Nakakabuti yun para sa amin. On the other hand, if you don't submit to your husband, the tendency for you is not to encourage your husband, but to even discourage them. Do you believe that we have different seasons of life? Minsan may mga panahong ang traba ang 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 isang lalaki walang trabaho at ang mga medyo may trabaho ay si misis at dito na pumapasok minsan yung conflict dahil merong insecurity na insecure si Mr. kay misis dahil si misis naman din minsan ay dinodominate yung kanyang asawa dahil mas malaki yung kanyang kinikita Instead na sermonan ninyo mula umaga hanggang hapon yung asawa ninyong walang trabaho, encourage ninyo. Hindi ko naman sinasabing dahil ini-encourage ang mga husband ng kanilang wife, huwag na kayong maghanap ng trabaho. Ha, okay lang pala sa wife ko, wala akong trabaho. 
Requirement ba sa isang relationship na kinakailangan mas mataas ang sweldo ng lalaki kaysa sa babae? Requirement ba yon? Wala hong ganun. Pero maraming mga lalaki minsan nai-insecure sila kapag ang asawa nila mas mataas ang kinikita sa kanila. At tangi ko lang pong hangarin ay maging maganda ang relasyon ng mag-asawa. When I was new in the ministry, well, may pito ba rito, pito? <laughs> no, okay, bago sa ministry, syempre dahil, I knew in my mind, before accepting that call, I knew in my mind I would operate in faith with the way we spend, with the way we live, I know in my mind. Kahit nag mayroon kaming savings nung bago kayo kasal because uh, sobrang late na tinatanggap ko noon when I was in my previous ministry, hindi ko talaga makabuhay. I knew in my mind I would have to live by faith. And exactly that happened. But when the time came, yung wife ko nakakuha siya ng isang magandang trabaho at dihamak na mas mataas yung kanyang tinatanggap. Yung tax niya, yun na yung sweldo ko. <laughs> You know what? Imbis na ma-insecure ako, praise the Lord! Hallelujah! <laughs> Bakit? Kasi we don't consider her money as her money. I don't consider my money as my money, but we consider our money together as her money. <laughs> as, as our money, I mean. <laughs> okay? So, it's not how good I am. It's not how good she is, in how, but how good we are together in fulfilling our financial responsibilities at home. Hindi pagalingan yan, hindi patasan ng sweldo yan. But the good thing about my wife, you know what? Hindi ko siya nakaringan kahit minsan na sinabi niya sa aking, anlit naman ng sweldo mo. Sweldo ko na lang to, akin na lang ito, yun na lang sa'yo. Wala akong ganun. Hindi ako nakaringan kahit ano. Katunayan, Bibili siya, nabawa, ng makeup niya o bibili ng anything. Magpapaalam pa sa akin. Sabi ko, eh, eh, sweldo mo naman yan eh. Hindi kasi sa atin to eh. I'm saying this for the sake of illustration on the way you, in, would, you would encourage your respective husband if the time came na wala silang trabaho kasi misang seasonal ang buhay ng tao. Kaya sabi ko, there was that time na mas mataas diamak yung sweldo niya kaysa sa akin. Encourage niyo yung husband, ipag-pray niyo, supportahan niyo. Mabuo yung kanyang moral. Kasi pagka nag-a-apply niyan, pag mababa ang moral niya, pag in-interview, baka hindi, hindi makangiti doon sa harapan na nag-i-interview sa kanya. Kasi naiisip at nag-reverberate sa kanyang isipan yung lahat ng sermon na sinabi mo. That is being disrespectful. Learn to encourage your Husband, be there behind him in his endeavor. Kaya mo yan. Mapopromote ka. Tataas ang kita mo. Marami kang kliyente, marami kang customer. You know, life has its own season. Sa ating mga kalalakihan, kung sakaling narong ganun, kung sa ganong status, huwag din ho kayong ma-insecure. Mas lalo kayong tumindig ng may paninindigan. <laughs> Sabihin ninyo, sa, sa tulong ng Diyos, kaya ko to. You still take the responsibility 
Look for a job. Take that responsibility of providing for your family and God's grace is enough for you. Amen. God will bless you. God will bless your children. It may just be a trial on your part. Maaaring pagsubok lang yan at tinitignan ng Diyos how you would respond to the trial of life. Now, with regards to the role of the husband, husband, love your wives and do not be harsh with them. Sabihin nyo, love. love. Sabihin nyo, mga kalalakihan, sabihin nyo sa inyong mga asawa, love. Pati <laughs> nyo masabi, parang hirap na hirap kayo. Hindi ba sinabi nung I love sa wife nila nung kinasal lang sila eh. Pagkatapos nung wala na. Asa, alam niya na yun. Pasta alam niya na. Puro alam mo na. Okay. Love your wives and do not be harsh with them. Okay? Be careful with the way with you speak with your wife. Minsan nakakapasok kasi dahil over familiarity na you say any words you want to say. Aboy, kahit na presidente ng Amerika, magagalit kapag sinabi mo na hindi maganda. Ay, pa kayang husband mo? <laughs> Kayo, eh? Okay. Ang sinasabi ko lang, yung epekto ng hindi magandang pananalita. Sabi, do not be harsh. Okay. Kasi, ang lalaki, pwede talagang may tendensing makasugat sa puso't damdami ng kanilang mga asawa. Sa maraming paraan. Una na dyan is physical. Dahil stronger vessel sila. O pwede nilang saktan physically yung kanilang asawa pag hindi ma mag-ayaw, ayaw minto magsalita. Kasi no, pastor, wala, wala man lang kama yung kanyang salita. Walang period. Dire-direcho. Hindi sasapukin ko. Ay, wag. Ganyan lang mo talaga ang mga babae. O, pag kinagaganon, mag-intercede na rin kayo. Sikararama ka, darara siya. Pag-tags na kayo. Ha? Para ma-arrest kagad yung mga evil spirit na nagkalat. Okay. Now, Pangalawa, hindi malang sa pamagitan ng physical sa pagsasalita. Okay? Kapag kasi sinabi mong wala ka namang silbi sa buhay ko, ay parang sinasabi mong maghiwalay na tayo. Okay? Don't be harsh with your wife in everything. Minsan kasi, nung bagong kasal o nung nanliligaw pa, pag yun nga lang kumakain eh, halos nagsusubuan pa. I love you. Sa'yo na lang itong ulam mo. Mas malaking, mas malaki yung sa'yo. Akin na lang yung maliit. Wow. Nung mag-asawa na, ginugulangan mo ako ah. Ba't mas malaki yung ulam mo kaysa sa ulam ko? Tapos hindi na natumitingin sa mga mata. Doon na lang sa pagkain tumitingin. At dati-dati, they enjoy talking to one another. Ngayon, puro cellphone ng karap. Magkaharap sila, pero hindi maramdaman ng bawat isa na sila'y nandiyan dyan. Now, as I said, I'm going to use the illustration of Christ in the church. Paano bang mamahalin ng mga asawa ang kanilang asawang babae kung paanong minahal ni Kristo? Okay, now, allow me just to read John 15, chapter 15. Okay, ito ang sabi ni Jesus Christ sa kanyang mga disciples. Remember that Jesus is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Pero hindi niya sa ganyang paraan in-approach ang kanyang mga disciples. Itong sabi, No longer do I call you servants, for the servant does not know what his master is doing. Now, look at me first. Mga asawang lalaki, wag parang katulong ang tingin ninyo kay Mrs. o alipin. 
Hindi, yung mga binata narito, sasabihin lang, hindi pa ako nakakahanap mapapangasawa ko. Eh, bakit? Ano bang katangi ang hinahanap mo sa babae? Ang gusto ko yung marunong maglaba. Gusto ko yung marunong magluto. Gusto ko yung marunong maglinis ng bahay. Gusto ko yung marunong magtubero. Gusto ko yung marunong magayos ng bubong. Asawa ba ang hanap ninyo? Bakit hindi asawa ang hinahanap ninyo? Huwag niyong tratuhin na alipin ang inyong asawang babae. Nagawa niyo na bang pasalamatan si misis nung pinagtimpla kayo ng kape? Ano ba naman ito? Ang tabang-tabang? Eh ano ba naman? Ikaw na may kamay ka naman. Dagdagdagdag mo na lang ng asukal. In small things, doon mo makikita, doon may mo pakita sa misis mo kung gaano mo siya kamahal. Ayan po ba kayo? Minsan pagdating mo sa bahay, Siyempre, naglilinis pa marahil si Mrs. Pagod na pagod. Tapos pagdating mo, nung hinalikan mo, hindi mabango si Mrs. Magre-reklamo ka. Pero mga Mrs., wag laging ganun, ha? <laughs> Kasi baka amoy alamang na kayo, eh. Siyempre nga naman, ma-open si Mr. Pero dapat, Mr., unawain mo kung sakaling ganun. Eh, nagpakapagod siya, tapos sesermonan mo. Bakit na hindi ka pa naliligo? Amoy suka ka pa rin hanggang ngayon. Eh, di mo alam, napagod doon. Di ba napagod sa loob ng bahay? No longer do I call you servants. Hindi ko na kayo tatawaging mga lingkod. Anong ginawa ni Jesus dito? Yung tinatawag ni spiritual leadership, inuphold niya yung mga disciples. It's like the relationship of Christ and the church. At anong sabi niya? Okay. But I have called you friends. Mga mister, sino ang best friend ninyo? yung sekretary ninyo o yung best friend ninyo si Inday Mga misis makinig din kayo ha makinig din kayo pareho ko kung namamalo eh mahirap may favoritism Kung sa paggising ni Mr. ang nag ang nagluto si Inday ang naghanda ng kanyang damit at namlancha si Inday Lahat siya ang nasinday, lahat ang nag-asikaso, nag-ayos ng CR para maligo si Mr. Paglabas ni Mrs. ng bahay. Kung puro si Inday lahat ang gumawa, sino sa palagay niyo ang ahalikan ni Mr.? Magtataka kayo, bakit? Bakit hindi ako ang hinalikan? Eh baka wala ka namang ginawa. Pero hindi ko ginasabing excuse yan ha, sa mga mister. Ha? Ha? Hindi ko excuse yan para si Inday ang maging best friend ninyo. Okay. Ang asawa pa rin ay dapat ang kanyang best friend. Dahil kapag yung sekretarya ang naging best friend, delikado ka. Okay lang na yung lalaki. May mga kaibigan siyang babae. Normal yun eh. Dito lang sa church, eh, marami akong kaibigan ng mga babae. Pero yung best friend mo dapat yung misis mo. Ano ibig sabihin ng best friend? You don't treat her like a second class citizen. Itaas mo yung kanyang level. Ano sabi ron? For all that I have heard from my father, I have made known to you. Sabihin, what I have, I also give to you. Andiyan po ko kayo. Lahat ng meron ako, meron ka. Kung one piece chicken joy ang kinain ko, one piece chicken joy ka rin. Kung two pieces chicken joy, two pieces chicken joy ka rin. Ibig sabihin, Whatever I have, I don't consider it just mine. I'll share it with you. Amen. 
Sa so, sa ganun, hindi kayo nag-aagawan kung anong mas, ma, mas malaking karne. Nagbibigayang kayo. In everything. You know, my wife can see my cell phone any time of the day. And I'm not hiding it from her. Kahit na alam ko, pagka natutulog ako, misa sinisilip niya. Pero, okay lang yon. Wala naman akong itatago. Oo, oh, yung cellphone niya, hindi ko lang nakikita. Pero, kasi tiwala ako sa kanya eh. Pero siya rin may tiwala rin sa akin, sabi niya. Now, hindi, ang wala siyang tiwala doon sa mga ibang nagtitek sa akin. Pero sa akin meron. Siyempre naman, okay. <laughs> For all that I have heard from my father, I have made known to you. Kaya sa mga asawa, walang secret. Andiyan ba kayo? Walang lihim, lihim, transparent na bakit. Wala kang pwedeng itago. Except lang, pagbibigyan mo ng surprise, siyempre, itatago mo yun. All that I have heard from my father, I have made known to you. Why? You elevated him to the level that you are friends forever. Hindi alipin, hindi katulong, siya ay iyong kaibigan, katapat ng iyong puso. Yung sabi rito, for all that I have, ang aksing pinag-uusapan dito mga kapatid is Christ and His disciples, which the disciples represent the church. Kaya sabi ko, walang nang to, hihigit pa sa illustration ng Christ in the church when it comes to the illustration about marriage. Tignan nyo, obserbahan niyo rito yung leadership nung, ni Christ to the church. It's not a lording it over type of relationship. Okay? Hindi yung parang mong dinodominate. Katunayan, pag tayo mga wife, we don't have to assert our authority over our wife by keep on emphasizing, submit to me because that's what the Bible says. Hindi ikaw ang nagsabi nun, si Lord ang nagsabi nun, kaya haya mong si Lord ang magsabi sa kanya nun, hindi ikaw. Gets nyo ba? Relationship that is based on mutual sharing and partnership. That's why ikaw has mong may decision ka, don't just make decision, especially if it is something that affects your family. Consult your wife. Believe me, they have something to say. They are good at that. <laughs> they will always say something. Not only for the sake of talking, but because God has given them wisdom as well. Para konsultahin mo, parang kayong business partner, kinukonsult mo yung partner mo, hindi mo iniiwanan sa ere. Hindi mo iniinaw, iniiwan. Now, don't make your wife feel alone when you are there and she needs a friend. Ang mga babae, highly emotional. Kapag kasi yan ay nalulungkot, naghahanap yan ng kaibigan. At kung kayo ang best friend, dapat kayo talagang naroon. You have to somehow give your full attention to her dahil ang mga language ng babae, iba. When they say they are fine, they are not actually fine. Galit yun. Sorry, analate ako. Hey, fine! They're saying fine, but they actually mean something. Adyan ba kayo? Yung pagka nakita mo, nagdadabog na sa kusina, sabi mo, may problema ka ba? Wala! <laughs> yung sabing wala, meron yun. Okay? You must learn to read between the lines. Now, sa Ephesians 5.25, Husband, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave Himself up for her. So makita yung spiritual leadership dito ng lalaki kung papaanong si Kristo minahal niya ang iglesia. Papaano ba minahal ng Panginoon ng church? He gave Himself up for her. 
It means that the spiritual leadership means loving, upholding, and sacrificing. Yoon ang tunay na leadership. Leadership of the husband with the wife is not about being authoritative. It's about a loving kind of leadership, upholding leadership, and self-sacrificing kind of leadership. Sabi ng mga ibang kababaihan, Pastor, sa relationship yata ng mga asawa, parang arigabiyado kaming mga babae. Kasi sinabi ng Bible, submit. Lagi na lang ba kaming magsasubmit? Hindi yun, mas mabigat sa babae, eh, sa lalaki. Kasi sa lalaki, ang utos ng Painona, dapat handa kang mamatay para sa iyong asawang babae. Anong mas madali? Magpasakop, magpakamatay. <laughs> you make a choice. Kami, we are willing to die for you. Sino po yung mga husband nito willing to die for their wives? Raise your hands! Bakit nawa? Ano bakit ano? May kasi pa makausap ko dito. Parang, ano, hello? Sino ang mga husband na handang mamatay para sa kanilang asawa? tasang kamay. Wow! Para lang sinasabing ako'y handang mamatay para sa'yo. Ang mamatay ng dahil sa'yo. Kung handa kayong mamatay para sa inyong mga asawa at handa niyong ibigay ang inyong buhay, handa niyo rin bang ibigay ang sweldo ninyo? Kay misis? Ah, pastor, magkakaaway tayo dyan. Handa mo ibigay ang buhay mo pero hindi ang sweldo mo. Mahirap yata yun. Now, so, at that, sa atin is a loving, pag, when we talk about spiritual leadership that is in marriage, it's about loving, upholding, and sacrificing. So, kung merong authority ka sa loob ng bahay, which you actually have, but that authority is authority not to put down your wife, but the authority to uphold her, to bring out the best in your wife, to bring out the glory of God in your wife. Masaya ka pag nakita mong maganda si Mrs. Masaya ka pag siya ay maligaya. Masaya ka pag siya ay umawit-awit, kahit wala sa tono. Why? Dahil kasi, pag happy ang wife mo, happy ka na rin parang relationship ng Christ and church. Pag nakikita ni Lord na tayo i-bless, natutuwa si Lord. Pag nakikita ng Diyos na masaya tayo, masaya rin si Lord. Pagka tayo ay umiiyak at nananalangin sa Kanya, nakikita ng Diyos at ang Diyos ay nalulungkot para sa atin. Amen? That's, that's, that's why I said, wala akong makita illustration that will describe the relationship of the husband and the wife. Hindi ko pwede yung empleyado at saka yung kanyang amo, hindi ko pwede ikumpara dun eh. Only Christ in the church because the leadership that we have as husbands is to uphold, the leadership to uphold our wives, to love them, to sacrifice for them. Unfortunately, in our time today, marami pong mga relationship ang nawawasak. Bagamat wala pang divorce sa Pilipinas, pero marami nang gustong mag-divorce. Sa totoo lang, let us be honest. Kami po'y araw-araw narito. Misa may mga kinakounsel lang kami, kulang na lang magsabunutan yung mag-asawa. Christians to. Hindi ko na ba sila pinipintasan, but they are going through a situation and we are just coming for a help. Maraming mga mag-asawa, nagsasama na lang dahil sa mga bata eh. I'm not talking about myths here. I'm talking about what is really happening in marriage. Kaya may mga anak, sabi nila, ayoko na mag-asawa. Kasi nakikita na yung relationship ng mga magulang nila eh. At hindi lamang basta away eh. Hindi lamang kasi hindi kibuan eh. Mas mabuti pa nga siguro hindi kibuan eh. Bagamat hindi rin tama. Pero yung saktan mo, 
lalo na physically yung yung asawang babae, eh, hindi po mainam. Kasi we are a stronger vessel than the women, so we have the tendency to dominate, especially if carnality still lives in us. Now, I would like to read this article in Rappler, September 1, 2015, written by Fretzi Rodriguez. It raises a gender issue, violence against women, sex, power, abuse. Let me read for a moment. Sabi niya, men are traditionally labeled as leaders and providers, while women are seen as nurturers and supporters. This perception leads to men gaining more power over women. PCW stress adding that violence against women is a form of men's expression of controlling women to retain power. Anong konsepto ng mga kalalakihan when it comes to authority and power? It's to control their wives. Husband, you don't control your wife. Just love her and she will easily submit to you. When you love your wife, you don't have to really raise your voice and hurt her for her to obey and comply, she would just naturally support you in all of your endeavor once she knows that you are loving her. Amen. But mga babae, naririnig ko? I'm expecting the man to say something. Brave voice. While the world celebrates a seemingly woman-friendly Philippines, the number of violence against women cases reported to the Philippines, Philippine National Police, has increased by over 500% in the last 16 years. What does it mean? Men are becoming more and more abusive of their wives. Iba-iba kaso makikita natin sa ating panahon ngayon. May mga kaso na yung wife ang nagtatrabaho at sumusweldo, yung lalaki hindi nagtatrabaho pero ang gusto niya, siya pa yung kukontrol ng finances. Iba-iba pong issue yan, marami. At ang masakit nun, ang number one nagdurusa yung mga bata. Men, it's time for us to demonstrate our role as a spiritual leader inside the house by loving our wives. The best gift a husband can give to his wife is his time, attention, and love. Ang tanong ko po sa mga mag-asawang narito, maaaring kayo matagal na, nagde-date pa ba kayo ni Mrs.? Magkasama pa ba kayo na pumupunta sa loob ng church? O kanya-kanya kayong oras? Sabay pa ba kayong kumakain? Mister, may oras ka ba na makinig kay Mrs.? Ito po yung mga questions na kahit hindi nyo sagutin at nahihirapan yung iba sa inyo sumagot. Pero mga issues na dapat po nating harapin. What is time without love? And what is love without time? You see, kung wala kang time sa iyong asawa, paano mo ipapakitang mahal mo siya? Yun lang attention. Okay. Kumakain kayo, o sabi mo nag-uusap kayo, yung mata ng lalaking gusto na tumitingin. Ay yung babae gusto yung attention na pero hindi makuha. Kaya hindi niya mag-gets kung anong ibig sabihin ng kanyang asawa. Misan, nire-raise na issue, problema sa, loo, sa mga anak. Pero si Mr. Misan, tinitake for granted niya yung sinasabi ng kanyang misis. Do you know that pag hindi kumpleto yung attention mo sa kanya, you are not respecting your wife? Once you give your full attention, you set aside yourself on for a moment and listen to the problem that your wife is raising, you, it's another way of saying, I love you, that's why I give this time and attention to you. Once you give your attention, it's another way of giving your heart to her. Amen. 
time, attention, and love. Misan si misis, pagdating mo ng bahay, nagagalit mo, bakit kaya nagagalit? Hindi, hindi mo alam. Nagpagupit siya, nagpakulay ng buhok, pero hindi mo na malayan. Kasi hindi mo na tinititigan katulad ng dati. Dati-dati, naawitan mo pa siya. Dati-dati, ina-appreciate mo siya. Pero kailan mo huling in-appreciate si misis sa kanyang ginagawa? Husband, our wives, the outcome that we see in our wives is a product of our spiritual leadership. Who they are today is a product of the kind of leadership that we provide for them because everything rises and falls on leadership. We are the leader inside the house. That is why it's so important for men to be godly, for men to come to Jesus, for men to stand up as spiritual leaders and take the initiative of bring his family to the Lordship of Christ. When Jesus is the center of your marital relationship, you allow God to build on earth a primary relationship that will nurture godly children. Doon po nagsisimula magkaroon ng mga godly children through a good relationship of the husband and the wife. Mahalaga sa Diyos ang ating pamilya. Kaya mahalaga sa Diyos yung relationship ng husband and wife. Gusto nating magkaroon tayo ng mga anak na magiging asset ng ating society. Kaya naman, this is my number two points, relationship between parents and children. Sabi ng verse 20, Children, obey your parents in the Lord. Obey your parents in everything. For this pleases the Lord. Sabi niyo, obey. Sino po rito yung mga anak na nasa poder pa kayo ng inyong mga magulang? Taas ang kamay. As long kayo ay nasa poder ng inyong mga anak, basic responsibility ninyo ang sumunod sa kanila. I'm not talking about blind obedience. I'm not talking about absolute obedience. What I'm saying is obedience that pleases the Lord. Now, ang gusto ng Panginoon ito sa ating buhay, sa mga anak na naririto. No, mara nagtatanong kayo, kasi sinapin nag-usapan natin minsan na, Children, you must honor your parents. Do you agree with that? Yes. Now, mara ang tanong ay ito, Why should I honor my parents if they are not honorable? Pastor, iniwan niya kami. Bata pa lang kami, iniwan niya na kami. At inabandon niya kami. Ngayon, nakita ko siya, Should I honor my, my father? Should I honor my mom? Parang ang hirap pag ni-honor ang isang magulang na hindi naman honorable sa paningin ng kanilang mga magulang. Pastor, hindi ko malilimutan yung ginawa niyang pagpalo sa akin. Hindi ko malilimutan nung bumagsak lang ako sa isang subject, hindi niya na ako pinag-aral at matanda na ako nung ako'y nakapag-aral dahil nagsikap ako sa aking sarili. Pastor, i-honor ko ba yung magulang ko na yan? Why should I honor my parents if they are not honorable? The first reason is we want to honor God. When you honor your parents, you are actually honoring God because they are God's representative inside your family. It doesn't matter how you think about your parents. Just honor them because you want to honor God. Pakalawa, we are believers of the Lord. We are honorable people. Pag may nakakita sa inyong kaibigan, ninyo, tas dinidishonor niyo inyong mga magulang, hindi naman nalilalam kung ano ang dahilan. Ang pangit ng tingin nila sa inyo, lalo na kristyano kayo. But we don't do it to please people. Because we are honorable as believers, we are going to honor our parents. We want also our future children to honor us. Do you believe in sowing and reaping? Yes. If you would like to be honored by your children someday, 
learn to honor your parents now. Kung papaano yun, ang tanong ko kasi ganito eh, papaano nyo gustong kayo pagka yung mga kabataan na narito, kung kayo ay, kung kayo ay uh, naging magulang na rin, at gusto nyo i-honor kayo ng inyong mga anak, anong klase ng pag-honor sa inyo ang gusto ninyo? Yun ang tanong. Dahil kung ano yung paraan ng gusto ninyong pag-honor sa inyo, gawin nyo na yan sa magulang ninyo ngayon. Dahil pag ginawa nyo sa magulang ninyo yun, gagawin din sa inyo yan ng inyong mga anak. Because what you sow is what you reap. Yun po yung dahilan. At kapag hindi mo magawang i-honor yung yung mga magulang, dahil sa tingin mo hindi sila karapat-dapat, it's like you saying, I cannot forgive them for what they have done to me. And if you are saying, I cannot forgive them, do you have the boldness to ask God for forgiveness? Hindi mo sinong matapapatawad ang yung mga magulang, pero ang tanong, ikaw humihingi ka ba ng tawad sa Diyos? Paano ka patatawarin ng Diyos kung ikaw mismo hindi rin marunong magpatawad? God is just putting all relationship in order and the most basic and fundamental relationship that we have is relationship inside the family. Now, sa mga tatay ay meron ding sinasabi ang Panginoon eh. Fathers, in Good News Bible, ang ginamit ay parents. So, madali sa nitay nanay at tatay dito. Do not provoke your children lest they become discouraged. Marami pong kahulugan ang ibig sabihin ng discouraged. Pero yung provoke, ibig sabihin nito is sila ay tinutulak mo, ini-stir up mo, ini-excite mo, ini-stimulate mo na mag-rebelde sa'yo. Pag ginawa mo yun, nadi-discourage sila. Alam nyo ba yung mga magulang, minsan sinasabihin lang, yung mga anak nila, ang bobo-bobo mo naman? Sana po hindi kayo yun. Alam nyo kung bakit? Kasi kung ang anak ninyo malakas ang loob at sinabihin nyo, ang bobo-bobo naman, sasabihin sa inyo, eh, mana lang naman ako sa inyo eh. <laughs> oh, di bumalik sa'yo. Sino ba tatay ko? <laughs> Now, para maintindihan natin ang takbo ng kanilang kaisipan, there are three ways to provoke children leading to bitterness and rebellion. Una is when you ignore them or disregard them. You show that you don't value your children. I know parents value their children, but if they feel that way, then magre-rebelde yan sa inyo. Magkakaroon ng bitterness sa manang loob if you disregard them. Birthday nila, misa nalimutan nyo, hindi nyo nabati. Graduation, hindi nyo pinuntahan dahil hindi siya honor. Okay, nag-honor siya, pero mas mataas yung honor niyo nung kayo ang nag-aaral and you try to compare. Ay ako, ay valediktorio na kayo sa natatorial lang. Ayokong pumunta sa graduation mo. Bigat, ano? Pero totoo yan. May kilala akong ganun eh. Sino sabi ko kung sino? Pero wag chismis na. Lalabas. Okay. Indulging them. When you spoil naman, lahat naman binibigay mo. Kaya konting kipot na hindi mo mabigay, nagwawala. Kaya ang gagawin mo, aamuhin mo naman. So hindi mo naman natidisiplina. Paglaki niyan, ganyan ang ugali niyan, kahit na magdodroga, hindi mo na kayang pigilin. Kasi natuto siyang siya ang nasusunod sa sarili niya. Hindi niya natutunan kumilala ng authority inside the house. Hindi rin nakikilala ninyong authority outside the house. Kaya you know, sa akin, it's important, even when I mentor people, inaalam ko kung gaano sila kabait sa kanilang mga magulang. Kung sila ay rebelde sa kanilang mga magulang, certainly itong taong ito magiging rebelde rin sa akin ito. Why? Because the basic way of building your relationship is inside the family. And if you're not conducting yourself properly in the family, I don't think na magagawa mo rin yan sa loob ng church. Third is insulting them. 
Yung mga tatay, pag ininsulto nyo yung inyong mga anak, it's another way of abusing them. Huwag nyo insultuhin yung inyong mga anak. May mga strength and weaknesses sila. Appreciate them for their strength, but do, do not put them down on their weakness. Dahil kayo mismo may sarili ring weakness. Tulungan ninyo ang inyong mga anak. Pag may problema, anak, paano kita matutulungan? Bisa hindi nyo lang gulong-gulong na yung isipan ng inyong anak. Hindi nyo lang pa paano i-resolve. Yung anak ko sabi niya, Dad, Noong June ko pa hinihingi sa iyo, magkaroon tayo ng internet kasi ang haba ng thesis ko. Hindi ako makapag-internet. Pinapahirap ko yung cellphone ko. LTE nakalagay. Bagal. Gimmick lang yung LTLT. Kaya yung alam ko nagre-reklamo kasi hindi gumagalaw yung research niya. Eh, ungot ng ungot. Eh, ako busy ako sa ministry. Hanggang sa nireview ako ni Lord, anak naman. Pansinin mo na. Kung gusto mong pansinin kita sa prayer mo, pansinin mo yung anak mo. So, I made a way na makapag-provide sa kanya ng internet hanggang sa makita kong masatisfy siya. Nung nasatisfy siya, hinalikan ako sampung beses. Sabi ko, bakit sampu? Eh, sampung beses ko nang sinabi sa iyo. <laughs> you see, sometimes we tend to disregard them, to spoil them, to abuse them, to nullify them. Bahagi sila ng buhay natin. We cannot set them aside. Amen. Kung kinakailangan, minsan magkaroon tayo ng mag-leave sa kumpanya para lang maipasyal natin sila, makibanding tayo sa kalagawin natin. Minsan hindi natin kilala yung mga kaibigan nila. Kilala nyo ba yung best friend ng mga anak ninyo? Kilala ba ninyo yung association nila? Mga hindi nyo alam, may boyfriend na pala yun, kaya may girlfriend na. Alam ng kapitbahay ninyo, alam ng nakatulong ninyo, kayo hindi nyo alam. Why? You don't have time to bond with them. You know what? Kung ang anak po ninyo nag-undergo kayo ng ganito ngayon, medyo rebellious sa inyo, one tip, pag sila natutulog, o kung bago matulog, puntahan ninyo, haplosin ninyo yung ulo. At halikan ninyo. At kumustahin ninyo. Haplosin nyo lang yung ulo. A small thing, but, really, but this really matters. Surprisahin ninyo in her journey towards problem, in the journey of your children towards problem, nandun kayo. Samaan ninyo, huwag niyong iwanan. Marirealize, pag nagkaroon sila ng tagumpay, kayong una nilang maalala. Let us build our family for the glory of God. Let us build our household for the glory of God. It starts with the husband and the wife and then with the children. Of course, ang lahat ng ito'y magiging posible kapag tayo ay may tunay na relationship sa Diyos. Amen. Can we give God a hand? <laughs> Ephesians 6, for fathers, do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up, not force them, but bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. The question is, why should I raise my children in a godly way? First, because we as parents, me as a, as a, as a father, I reflect the image of God in them. Kaya maraming anak madaling makakilala sa Panginoon dahil nakitaan nila ng magandang halimbawa sa kanilang mga magulang. Second, I demonstrate what they should also do when they become parents too. Pinapakita ko, pinapak- dapat ipakita natin sa kanila kung ano sila pagdating ng araw na sila man din ay maging magulang na. And number three, we are all accountable before God as parents. Now, kung meron kayong problema sa inyong relationship bilang mag-asawa, may problema kayo sa inyong relationship, sa inyong mga anak, mayroon tinatawag na relational dysfunctions in your family. But the good news is this, kasama yan sa binayaran ng Panginoon sa Cruz ng Kalbaryo. 2 Corinthians 5.18-19 says, All this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to Himself 
and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. Say, ministry of reconciliation. That is Christ God was reconciling the world to Himself, not counting their trespasses against them, and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. The first relationship and the most important relationship that we have is our relationship with God. Kung yung relationship na yun ay nagawa ng paraan ni Jesus when He died on the cross, He reconciled sinners and God together. He can also reconcile your the husband and the wife, he can also reconcile the parents and the children. Why? Because that is the impact, the implication of the gospel even in our relationships. The gospel has the power to deliver us from our relational dysfunctions. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Let's give God the praise that he deserves. Can we just bow down our head? Jesus, thank you so much. Not only that you have given us the ministry of reconciliation, you also gave us the message of reconciliation that can be applied not just with our relationship with you, but with our relationship to one another, especially relationship in the household, in the family. Lord, speak to your people right now. I know some marriage here are struggling. Parang iba sa inyo, nagsasama na lang sa loob ng bahay, pero tatuto lang, di ka maligaya. That's not God's will. He came to give life and have it more abundantly. He wants you to enjoy your marriage life. But if you think that your marriage life is like hell, come to Jesus. Maring ikaw ay isang anak, Pero parang hindi mo maramdaman ang pagiging magulang ng iyong mga magulang sa iyo. Huwag mong pigilan ang sarili mong i-honor pa rin sila. Even if you think they don't deserve it. I-honor mo pa rin sila. God will reverse the situation. Mga magulang na narito, maring nagtataka kayo. Minsan ang anak ninyo ayaw sumunod. May mga anak pa minsan na nagtanan. Hindi pinaalam sa inyo. May tinatanong yung sarili, anong pagkukulang ko? Kung isipin natin ang pagkukulang, naku po napakarami nating pagkukulang. But the first way of correcting our own mistakes is to come to Jesus because Jesus remains to be the answer. Lord, I ask you, Father, right now that you touch every family every marriage, every relationship of parents and children. Let it all families be in your hands right now. Let all concerns about family be given at the feet of Christ Jesus. Lord, I ask you, God, to let your Spirit flow upon marriages who are struggling Pero huwag mong hayaan ang message na ito ay makasakit lang sa kanila, kundi makapagpagaling din sa kanilang relationship. Your intention to every marriage is good for them to build a godly family, to create the spirit of love, 
to create that atmosphere inside the family. But the enemy came to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But you said you came to give life. Have it more abundantly. Give life to every married couples today. Lord, I ask you, Lord, bigyan mo ng buhay ang bawat mag-asawa. Life na i-enjoy nila yung kanilang relationship. Na mabubuhay sila sa pag-ibig, sa pagpapatawad, sa pag-iingat sa damdamin ng bawat isa. Kahit din sa mga anak na naririto, pagalingin mo ang kanilang puso. Children, start making a prayer and say you forgive your parents if they have done something wrong with you. Maring hindi nila alam. Maring yung pagpapalaki sa kanila ay mali din kaya naipasa sa inyo. But it's time for that to stop. And it will stop when you forgive them. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for moving in our midst today. Bless every couple. Bless every family, Lord. Now at this point, sa lahat ng mga nagpunta rito, baring you are for the first time nakapunta kayo sa church na ito, o baring nakadalo na kayo ng ilang beses, but you know that you have not yet given your heart to Jesus. Church, I would like to pray for those people who would like to receive Jesus in their heart as their Lord and Savior. Lahat ng nais tumanggap kay Jesus at papasukin si Jesus sa kanyang puso ng totohanan. Saan ka man nakaupo ngayon? Huwag mong pansinin na nasa tabi mo. Can you just lift up your hands so I can pray for you? Just lift up your hands wherever you are. Yes. Thank you so much for these people in front. I would, I would like to see more hands. Just lift up your hands. Thank you. The Lord can see you. Thank you. Walang sinong ibang pwedeng gumawa ng desisyon na ito maliban sa inyo. Mahal kayo ng Panginoon, mahal lang Diyos ang inyong pamilya. If you would like change, simula ito. Ang simula ay paglapit kay Jesus. Muli, bibilang po ko ng tatlo sa lahat ng nais magbukas ng kanilang puso kay Jesus. At tanggapin siya. Taas niyo lamang po ang inyong kamay. Huwag po kayong mahiya. Come on. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The Lord can see you well. Thank you for that hand. Lahat po nang nagtaas ng kamay, pwede po ba kayong tumayo ng dahan-dahan? Papanalangin ko po kayo sa oras na ito. Huwag po kayong mahiya. Come on. Tayo po kayo. Palakpan po natin sila. Sabayan po natin sila. Manalangin po tayo. Taas lang po ninyo inyong kamay at sabihin niyo, Panginoong Yesus, salamat sa pag-ibig mo sa akin. Salamat sa iyong kamatayan sa krus at sa iyong pagkabuhay na muli. Patawarin mo ako, Panginoon, sa lahat ng aking mga kasalanan. Linisin mo ako ng iyong banal na dugo sa aking puso. Tinatanggap kita bilang aking Panginoon at sariling tagapagligtas. Salamat po, Panginoon.